Hey, we're going to talk about a lot of things today. We're going to talk about uh, God riding on the back of a turtle. Yep, you heard it here first, folks. We're going to talk about God riding on the back of a turtle. We're also going to talk about the Christian brothers that are doing some amazing things in the automotive space. Of course, we're going to talk about kissing, and we're going to talk a little bit about sex, all that and more on today's episode of GM3X. Sit back, tune in, strap in. We're going for a ride. Let's go. Welcome to GM3X. I am your host, Glenn Lundy. I am a husband to one, a father to eight, and the founder of the 800% Elite Club. I hope you're ready for motivation, education, inspiration, celebrity interviews, and thought-provoking conversations. Because it's 5.30 a.m. and it's time to rise and grind. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Dude, today is Wednesday. That's right, today is Wednesday, August 3rd, 2022. And what's crazy is today is the very first and the very last time. It'll ever be Wednesday, August 3rd, 2022. So I wanna make sure we make the absolute most And I do mean the absolute most of this absolutely incredible, incredible day. Wednesday is also known as CMA Day. That's right, Carter Myers Automotive Group. I stinking love this automotive group right here, located over in Virginia. It's one of the most incredible organizations, period, of all businesses, not just automotive. And I get the honor and the privilege of working with them every single Wednesday. And so Wednesday has become CMA Day. Hey, if you're ever looking for a career change, you want to be a part of an organization that's going to let you be an owner Right out the gate, you're going to want to connect with me, connect with Liza, connect with my friend Scott Simons over at Carter Myers Automotive. Uh, they are an amazing, a truly amazing organization. Today is also day two after our boy Evan Walters. For those of you that have been around for a while, you've seen some Evan Walters in our shows. Evan Walters is one of my guys. He's part of my team. And Evan Walters just had his baby. That's right. He had a baby on Monday night. He had a baby boy, healthy baby boy. This baby boy came in at like seven pounds, got a head full of hair, super, super healthy, all of the things. So we're super proud of Evan. I know he is super proud as well of this little baby boy. So we got another baby. Uh oh, what's going on over there? There we go. We got another baby to add, and it's not mine, right? We have a baby, and it's not mine. Shocker. All right. So we got a baby to add to the family. Shout out to Evan and his uh, baby, his new baby boy. I know the middle name was Gregory. I forgot the first. Kyson. Vicky would know. Vicky Everett would know the baby's first name because this is actually a relative of Vicky Everett, one of our hashtag rising grinders that's been with us for an incredibly long time. Kyler, that's his name. His name is Kyler. Kyler Gregory Walters. So shout out to Evan, man. And for those of you that don't know Evan or uh, maybe, you know, just getting to know Evan, he's got an incredible story. Uh, Evan started as a detailer at the dealership that I was working at in Paris, Kentucky. So he started as he started off in detail over in that space. 
cleaning cars and he went from cleaning cars he asked me one day if he could sell cars right so we brought him over so that he could sell cars and once he started selling cars i saw that he had a lot of talent and he went from selling cars to becoming what they call a finance manager right so as the finance manager he was contracting deals and he became one of the top finance managers in the country the dude contracted eight thousand deals in just over five years, 8,000 deals in five years, which is absolutely incredible, right? And now, luckily for us, he's a part of our team here, which I think is just, it's an incredible gift. But what I love most about Mr. Evan Walters is his belief that he has in himself, right? He's willing to bet on himself. He bet on himself when he came to me. He's like, bro, I can do it. I can do the sales thing. Let me in there. Let me swing for commissions. I don't care about guaranteed pay. He believed in himself and he was right, right? When he left the dealership and came to work with, for my team, he's like, bro, I believe in myself. I believe I can create something powerful and impactful. I believe that I can support, not just support, but thrive and allow my family to thrive around me. He has this powerful belief in himself. And that belief has projected him to where here he is. I think he's 27 years old or something like that. 28 years old, care 29 maybe. Kid's got a big old house. He's got a beautiful wife. He just had his second baby. He's doing big things, right? Big things at 29 years old. And it literally all stemmed from a belief that he has in himself. You see, this word belief is so incredibly powerful, right? It's so incredibly powerful. There's all kinds of quotes. If you look them up, there's all kinds of quotes about belief, right? The thing always happens that you really believe in. And the belief in a thing makes it happen. Frank Lloyd Wright said that. Albert Einstein said, blind belief in authority is the greatest enemy of truth. <laughs> there's also a quote that says, your reality is a reflection of your strongest belief. Your reality is a reflection of your strongest belief. You know, every war that's ever been fought in the world was fought due to the beliefs of those in command, those that were in charge. Every country that's ever established itself as a country was due to a belief. There were people that believed. They believed in their independence. They believed in their values. They believed in their culture. They believed, and that belief ultimately led to them creating their own country, just like this amazing country we have here of the United States of America. Every emotion ever felt stems from some sort of belief belief system that exists inside each and every one of us. You see, that's which, that which you believe to be true will always be true for you. Always. That which you believe to be true will always be true for you. The question this morning is, is that which you believe to be true ultimately serving you. Let's dive in on that a little bit this morning.
Before we do, though, you know what you got to do on this show. We got to do some dancing up on here. Hopefully, we can do that over on Clubhouse as well. Let's find out. There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. This is the part of the show where we got to get this body in motion, all right? Come on now. Y'all can feel that. It starts a little slow to give you a little warm-up, right? There we go. <laughs> Let's go! Come on now! Get that body in motion. Listen, an object in motion tends to stay in motion. An object at rest tends to stay at rest. So I'm going to need you to get that body in motion. If you're laying in bed, it's time to get up. Come on. If you're out on a run, pick up the pace. Dance in the streets. Do you, boo? Just get rocking and rolling, man. I did some interval training yesterday. I feel it today. Let's go. This is also the part of the show where I need you to hit that share button. That's right. I need you to hit that share button because I believe if we can change the way you start your day, it'll make a massive impact in your life. And sometimes all it takes to change the way somebody starts their day is for you to hit that share button. And then, of course, this is the part of the show where I want to say good morning to you and I want you to say good morning to me. Whether you're watching live or you're watching on replay, whether you're on YouTube or you're on Clubhouse, maybe you're over on Facebook or you're over on Instagram, say what's up. And I'll say what's up back. Fair enough? Fair enough. Good morning, Don Seki. What's up? What's up, Soul Salcedo? How you doing, Rich Pintrick? Thanks for joining us this morning. I'm glad you're in the building. Drea Barnes is up in here today. What's up, Nathaniel Banks? How you doing, Renee? The Queen. Nor up in the building. Gloria Bond, thanks for sharing this out. Dustin Williams is in the building. Melvin Rodriguez and Robin Wilshans. What's up, Edward Helb? How you doing, James? Boardwinds, great to see you. AJ Anderson and Bruce Pover are in the building. Dora Maria says Grand Rising. What's up, Jeff Moffat and Mike Marilyn Wilkin? Ramon is in the building. How you doing, Monica, Dr. Sean, and Christina? Of course, we've got Dr. Janie Lacey up in here this morning. Coco and Jean and Peter and CB. We've got Linda and Regina and Shelly. Shima is in the building. We've also got, over on Instagram, champions are essential. Amen to that. <laughs> hey, Lady Mac. Great to see you. She said, I've never seen you live. Just a picture of you on Clubhouse. Well, now, now we get to connect in this way. And I'm super glad that we have. Vicky Everett, congrats. Another member of the family, Janelle Griego, in the building. Let's go, girl. We got work to do out there at Roper. Mary Kim's up in here. Anthony's up in here. What's up, Judy? How you doing, Core Element? My man Brian is in the building. Abu is in here. Kim and Ed and Rick and Megan DiMartino. John Simmons is in the building as well. Hey, thank you all for joining me right here on GM3X. I got to tell you, this show would not exist if it wasn't for the automotive industry. The automotive, automotive industry that I've been able to pour into for 25 years now and it's been pouring into me i have something i put together called the 800 elite automotive club if you are an owner or a general manager in the automotive space or you know one we need to connect i'd love to be able to serve you and i know i know i know i'm supposed to say that what i do is pretty amazing but uh you might not want to listen to me so i thought today 
I'll let you listen to what somebody else has to say about 800% Elite Automotive, and maybe that'll help nudge you to go out there and let your automotive friends know that we are here and ready to serve. Hello, my name is Michelle Streets. And I'm Melissa Hanna. And we're your Sisters Sister of Savings from Rainbow Motor, Motor Sales. In Coldwater, Michigan. We've been with um, 800% Club for about six, six months. months now. Super, super club. This meeting for us is our first meeting together. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have so much information. We're, we're meant to be here. We're meant to be around the people that um, this is our biggest takeaway is that we're meant to be around these folks. We're all on a mission to change the, the perspective of car buying and it's just been amazing. Um, and we've got a lot to work on. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It's Evan with GM3X. And today I'm going to bring you a little bit of hope. Some hope that these bigger corporations and bigger businesses are sticking to their foundation of faith and joy. So I'm going to show you today an automotive repair shop called Christian Brothers Automotive. They started 40 years ago in 1982 in Texas. Just two friends that wanted to start a company that was faith-based and joy-based. And look at where they've gone today. Our journey began in 1982 when two friends opened the first Christian Brothers Automotive in Mission Bend, Texas. Since that time, we've grown to almost 250 locations and we've repaired and maintained thousands of cars and trucks across America. As we approach our 40th anniversary, we look back on what has changed. Cars have certainly evolved, and what people have come to expect from their repair and maintenance specialists has shifted as well. But what hasn't changed is who we are as a company. From the beginning, our faith in Christ has been the bedrock of our organization, and we express this belief by serving others with integrity, kindness, transparency, and compassion. This will never change. What else won't change? It's something that continues to drive our engine. It's joy. At the very core of Christian Brothers Automotive is joy. But joy isn't a theme or a slogan. It's who we are. And true joy is impossible to fake. Let's make 2022 the year of driving joy. Awesome. Wouldn't it be cool to take your vehicle to a shop and know that the first thing they think about is the customer experience and the customer expectations and back it with faith and joy? That is awesome. There's even a few around here locally in Kentucky, so I'm going to give them a shout. I suggest that you do too. We'll see you next time. I'm out. Check it out. 
popped up this morning, grabbed my morning five planner like I do every day. And at the top, there's always a quote. There's a quote that is submitted by actual member of our community. Today's quote was submitted by Lee Ann, no last name. And it says, a happy marriage is the union of two good forgivers. A happy marriage is the union of two good forgivers. When I read that this morning, I thought about my beautiful bride, Miss Leslie Lundy, and I thought, oh my goodness, I don't know if there's two forgivers here. I sure know there's one, though. I haven't had to forgive her for much. (laughs) But she's had to forgive me a lot of times, that's for sure. And just blown away, blown away by this woman. She's an incredible, incredible human. And one of the things that I love most about my wife is she is so convicted in her beliefs. The beliefs that ultimately serve her, that serve our family, right, She's so convicted in her beliefs. She just has a super, super, super strong belief system. She believes that it is our job to raise our children a certain way to the point where she decided not to send our kids off to school, but to ultimately homeschool them, right? My wife homeschools seven children, a 12-year-old, a 10-year-old, an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and ultimately a 20-month-old. Yesterday, I went into the room. I mean, think about that, all right? I want you to think about that for just a second. Yesterday, I went in the room. I saw my wife. We have a little school room upstairs, and she's got one in seventh grade, one in fifth grade, one in third grade, one in first grade, one in kindergarten, and one in preschool. And then she's got the 20-month-old running around that she's still nursing. <laughs> I'm like, girl, you are wild, man. It's crazy. And it won't be long before she'll have that one will be in full school, too. She'll have all seven of them across all these different ages, right? Tell me about it, Amy. I'm with you, right? But she is able to do it. It is her reality. She is able to do it. What seems crazy to you and I, she's able to do because her belief system is so strong that she will do absolutely whatever it takes to be able to raise those children in what she believes. You see, since Egyptian times, many cultures have believed some things around sleep. We've been talking about sleep this week because everybody sleeps, right? The Egyptian cultures believed that sleep is meant for you to be able to carve a path, to, to channel a path into the spiritual realm to be able to make decisions about your future. That's what the Egyptians used to believe. AKA, that's a lot of big words for saying, the Egyptians believed that sleeping was ultimately designed for dreaming so that your dreams could connect you to source and guide you on which way you wanted to go. Now, the Native Americans had a little bit different belief system. Native Americans and actually some Hindus also believe that the earth, the stars, and the universe were all birthed in a dream, a birth in a dream by God himself. And while God was dreaming, he was actually had fallen asleep on the back of a turtle. 
The back of a great turtle, God himself sleeping in his dreams, out of his dreams came all of the animals and the creatures of the earth, right? There are Native American and Hindu communities that that's what they believe. That is their belief system. In Spain, when I hop over to Spain, Spain believes, Spain believes that there is an increase in efficiency if everybody takes a nap from 2 to 4 o'clock every day. So from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., they literally shut down their marketplaces. They shut down their businesses. Could you imagine? Just imagine Walmart, the gas station, your office that you work at, if you work at one. Just imagine everybody shutting down at 2 o'clock so that they could take a nap and then getting back at it at four, right? <laughs> That's their belief system. Dude, in Iceland, I don't know if you've ever had a chance to be uh, go to Iceland or if any of us are from Iceland, uh, but in Iceland, yes, even though, you know, Greenland, Iceland, that whole thing, it does still get very cold in many parts of Iceland. And in Iceland, they believe, what's up, Marcin? In Iceland, they believe that it's super important that you spend time outside. And so they take their babies and their babies, they actually put them outside for their naps. Their babies sleep outside, right? They sleep out on their balconies. They'll sleep out in the streets. You'll see outside of shops, you'll see a bunch of strollers with babies sleeping in them. These babies are bundled up, right? They've got them bundled up in like snow clothes or whatever, but they sleep them outside, bundled up in snowsuits and heavy blankets. You see, there are so many different belief systems around sleep as well as many other things, but there are so many different belief systems. So how do you determine who is right? I mean, come on, you laugh, right? You laugh and you scoff at the idea of God sleeping on the back of a large turtle, and yet at the same time, you will fight nearly to death that, die, that God died on a cross, that he then came back to life, that he walked among the people for 40 days along with other risen from the dead that had been buried, and then rose into the sky, a.k.a. the heavens. So who's right? Them? Or you? Well, you, of course, right? Of course you're right. You're always going to choose you. You're always going to say, well, of course, of course I'm right. I understand. I've done the research. I've done the study. The back of a turtle. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the correct answer to that question. Who is right and who is wrong? Here's the correct answer to that question. It doesn't matter who is right or who is wrong. Or if, it doesn't matter if either person is right or wrong. All that matters is that it is what they believe. 
And if they believe it, then ultimately it will be true for them. I know that can be hard for a lot of people to hear. But I just want you, I want you to understand this because this is one of the biggest problems we have in the world today. Everyone is so insistent about their belief system being right that they will sacrifice relationships, they will sacrifice connection, that they will ultimately judge others by what others have chosen to believe. And what I'm here to say is, I know only what is true and right for me. You know only what is true and right for you. We can suggest, we can guide, we can teach, we can educate. But to make this grand assumption that my belief system has power over yours is the biggest problem we have in the world today, if you ask me. And here's the thing is it doesn't matter how strongly or convicted you are about your belief. The only time someone else's belief is ever going to change is when they decide to change it. You see, you cannot, you cannot ever change someone else's truth. Doesn't matter how hard you try, you will never change someone else's truth. You see, the crackhead believes with all their heart and soul that that next hit is all they need. The greedy person believes with all their heart and soul that that next dollar, that next item, whatever it is, will be the best one. The sex addict believes that fulfilling, going in on that fix, that they will find fulfillment in that. They believe it. The workaholic believes it. The drunk believes it. The faithful believe it. The disciplined, they believe it. They believe in their discipline. They believe in their workout regimen. They believe in getting up at a certain time. They believe in their morning five. They believe it, right? The innovator the innovator believes it. They believe in their dream. They believe in their vision. The innovator, one million percent, believes that that which does not exist currently can and will in the future. They believe it. The writer believes that the words that they're writing on the page will ultimately have the impact that they feel in their heart, that they'll be able to paint and illustrate a picture. The singer believes in their voice and the power behind it. Everyone operating on a belief system that is ultimately creating their individual reality. Just like I do every day. And just like you. You see, I believe if you change the way you start your day, it'll make a massive impact in your life. I truly believe that. That is my truth. That is my reality. I will shout it from the rooftops. I also believe that you and I are children of God, the God of the universe, the God that made everything. 
And I believe that that God made you and I to become the absolute best versions of ourselves that we can possibly be. Not an average version, not a little bit above average, not a little bit below average, but the best, the best version of you that you can be and the best version of me that I can be. That's my belief. That's my truth. And on top of that, I believe in you. I really do. I believe in you. If nobody's told you yet today, I want to be the first. I absolutely stink and love you. I love you with all my heart. And that's not conditional love. I don't love you if you agree with me. I don't love you if you have the same belief as me. That's not how, that's not how I roll. See, I believe you love people where they are. I love you. You can disagree with me. I love you. You can believe something different than me. I love you. You can look different than me, walk different than me, talk different than me. I love you anyway. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our belief system it is the things that we believe in our lives that ultimately become our reality. And it is incredibly important that you take the time to evaluate those beliefs and ultimately ask yourself a question. Do the things that you believe in ultimately serve you? Are they helping you to evolve and become the best version of yourself that you can possibly be? If the answer is no, it may be time to reevaluate your beliefs. If the answer is yes, it may be time to go all in on those things that are bringing you to the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. Because see, when you step into your power, when you step into your greatness, it makes an impact. It makes a massive impact. It makes an impact on your friends, on your family members, on your coworkers, on everyone around you. I mean, shoot, you just showing up here today has made an impact on me. So thank you for continuing to step towards your truth. Because although the answer to who's wrong or who's right doesn't matter, you ultimately do ladies and gentlemen we're going to go have a further discussion about this over on clubhouse you're welcome to come join us over there if you want otherwise i'll see you back i'll be back here again tomorrow morning 5 30 a.m we'll continue to talk through this series right the series name is actually sleep but my goodness look how far we've come right so we'll be back 5 30 a.m we'll do it all over again right here on gm3 X. Have an incredible, incredible day, my friends. I'll see ya.